Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, located in Matamidi, Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. Before we begin today's sermon, two notes. The first is, as of May 2nd, we have begun to worship in person again. You can join us for worship Sundays at 10 a.m. at our church, which is located on uh, 650 Wildwood Road in Matamidi, Minnesota. If you live in the Twin Cities, um, we would love to have you. And just as a reminder, we are an open and affirming congregation. The other thing is about our mask policy. Um, as of this weekend, if you are vaccinated, um, it is really up to your discretion uh, to wear a mask. We will be still practicing social distancing, but we will uh, are loosening our mask rules because of the recent change here in Minnesota with our uh, policy using regarding masks. With that, let us continue with our worship. Our text for today comes from the 17th chapter of the Gospel of John, verses 6 through 21. I have made your name known to those who gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them, and know the truth, know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost except the one destined to be lost, so that scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world, so that they may have have my joy complete in themselves. I have given them your word, the word world has hated them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I am asking you to take them out of the, I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in truth, for your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified in truth. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me, I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. This is the word of God for all the people of God. 
Thanks be to God. Amen. I've always had a hard time with prayer, and that might seem a bit weird coming from a pastor, but it is also true. Prayer has not always come easy for me. I think that part of the problem is that my mind wanders a lot during prayer. That's kind of what happens, especially when you're on the spectrum, as I am, and have ADHD. So it's not unusual to be in prayer about something, to, to really be concerned, and then begin thinking maybe about something related to that, and then something else, and then kind of forgetting what I originally prayed for. I'm jealous of those people that can spend time in prayer focused on the needs of the moment because they just seem on a different plane than I am. The thing is, it's so easy to get wrapped up in how good we can pray or, or not that we forget what prayer is about. Before Jesus was arrested, he prayed for his disciples. He asked God to protect them as they make their way in the world preaching the good news of Jesus. He knows the road ahead of him will ahead of them will be challenging. So he prays that the presence of God would be with them wherever they go in the world. He prays that they not follow the ways of the world but follow God. Jesus prays for steadfastness in the presence of temptation. Jesus prays that the disciples may be united acting as one. Of course, now, he did not mean that he wanted them to think the same way, but he wanted them to come together, even though they are different, and be united. Jesus prayed that they would be able to carry his message to the ends of the earth. And in all of this, Jesus prayed in love. He truly cared for his disciples, and this prayer is proof but then prayer is proof of love, isn't it? For we pray for those who, care, who we care about deeply. When we pray, we pray out of love of God. And when we gather each Sunday and offer prayer requests, we offer prayers about the people that we truly care about. And when someone prays for us, that is also about love. I can remember a time very a few years ago where I was going through a very anxious time and I asked someone I knew to pray for me and they responded in a prayer, in a message and even though I was feeling still a bit anxious there was also a sense of peace. A sense that someone cared for me enough that they prayed to God. The Jesus that we meet in John is praying for his soon-to-be church. And in the end, Jesus is praying for us. And that means something to all of us. Jesus reached out into the future to pray for a church in every time and in every place, for a larger church to small congregations like ours. We should take comfort that God, the God of the universe is there praying for us. When Jesus prayed, be it before he ra um, raised Lazarus from the dead or at this time, 
when he is arrested, Jesus believes in the power of prayer. And he believes that his prayers have impact. He believed that praying in praying to God, Lazarus truly would be raised from the dead. He prayed for his disciples' protection because he knew the God of the universe would take care of them. So the question this morning is, what are your prayers? What are your prayers for your families and friends, for this congregation and for this world? Are you concerned about this congregation? Are you concerned about a friend who is in trouble? We can pray and know that God is listening. Praying out of love for family and friends is a sense that you believe that God will answer. To pray is to have a broken heart for the state of the world and a belief that it is only through the power of God that things can be set to right. What I'm learning, and what I hope that you will soon learn, is that prayer is about making our concerns known to a powerful God that can answer prayer. Of course, God is not a genie that grants all of our wishes. God is listening, and we can trust that God will answer our prayers because we are in relationship with God just as Jesus was with the Father. Do we believe in prayer? I ask again. Do we trust enough in a God that will protect us, our families, our creation, and our world? Jesus had a relationship with God that was close enough that he would lift his concerns for the nascent church. The people who would read these texts for the first time decades later would know that the prayer that Jesus prayed years before them applied to them now, and it applies to us as well. As a child, one of the hymns that I remember to this day is a very well-known Negro spiritual, Jesus is on the main line. First line is simply, Jesus is on the main line, tell him what you want. And the second line is, is asking for some specific request. If you're sick and you can't get well, tell him what you want. The song is a reminder that Jesus is there waiting to hear from us and waiting to answer our prayers. So let's not carry our burdens alone. Let us remember that Jesus truly is on the main line. He was there centuries ago for the disciples and he is there now. An imperfect prayer that is based in love and believing that God will answer our prayer is one that will change the world. Thanks be to God. Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. That's F-C-C-S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L.org. May God be with you in the coming week.